Welcome to our podcast. Have you read that book by John Ronson? A podcast about shame. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Is anybody there? It's the podcast. Yay. <laughs> We've got a guest. He's looking very, I mean anxious at me oh. but what is your name oh yes <laughs> my name is wendy wason it's a shame yes this is a podcast about shame yes. mm-hmm. and normally what lou and i share a shame story or something that we're working through what really happens is lou shares a shame story worries that she's overshared and then tries to make me <laughs> share to a similar level it's really bad. <laughs> oh i've got some cute little cutie things that happened today in fact okay go on that aren't even like about my bum hole for a change that's good so, that was a running <laughs> No, it, I mean, so I went to Zumba today at 10 and I'm not ashamed. You love Zumba? I fucking love it and I'm not even ashamed. And I'm I don't not, think anyone's asking you to be ashamed of it. Really? No. Okay. It's, I'm really bad at it. I mean, if you saw me do it, you'd think she should be. <laughs> she shouldn't be ashamed. I'm really bad. And then I, we were, I was getting into it, really getting into it. Like, woo, love it so much. And then I tripped over nothing I tripped over the floor and fell on the floor <laughs> she had to help me up and I was like oh cool cool I'm just gonna hang by the bikes <laughs> and then I didn't realise but my friend was in the class who lives at the road and um yeah she was like so okay. she saw the whole thing she saw the whole thing and of course quite a stir and then <laughs> this is like not this where is, did you do that? Um, at my gym can't tell you which one because okay. all the boys will go <laughs> <laughs> we don't want that oh happening. my god another thing so this isn't like this isn't a fact, but there was this guy on the train. I don't usually get the tube, but I got the tube. Such a fit guy, such a fit frame. And I was like, oh my god, he's so fit, he would never fancy me. And then we checked each other out so hard, so much, like behind the pole, even. Like the funniest thing, you know, when you're like, you look away, but out the corner of your eye, you you're both checking out whether they're checking you out. Yeah. Oh, it no, was so funny. <laughs> you need to play the game. I was practically like this, peeking out the pole. Anyway. So fun. Then I Did got you speak? Off. No. Yeah. Then I got off the tube, and then today I saw him on the heath, and I thought, can't be the same guy. I'm really bad at recognising people. But because I was boggling in all of the outfit, same Lacoste trainers, oh. so it was the same guy. Did he see you? Uh, I stared at him for a bit, and then I said, right, move on now, because he was with his two little girls. <laughs> <laughs> and I think, like, a woman was in the picture somewhere else. Yeah. Well, I don't like that story. Yeah, it sounded so cute. I know. <laughs> you were talking about shame. Oh, that's what I was about shame. The shame thing that I was talking about before we started recording mm. was like the material, I, the stuff I talk about it when I say, because we get shame really, really early on, you get shame, women sort of have to deal with shame quite early on, and you feel that embarrassed when you're aware your body is changing. Yeah. You feel that shame when you're suddenly getting breast, and you suddenly realise that. They're looking at you slightly differently, but you don't know what it is because you don't have the, you, you don't understand you what the, the guys context. are doing. It yeah. And boys in your class start doing things like pinging your bra, and it's not a playful thing. It feels, you feel the shame, but you don't know what it is. Mm. And then you get your period when about 13 or 14, and that's really shameful because even like if you, it's really embarrassing to get caught short, and everyone, you, that look that girls mm. do when you suddenly come on, you're like, <gasps> yeah. and you know that everyone starts raking in their handbag. So that, you get that shame about 13 or 14. Then you start getting the shame associated with your body when you start reading magazines because mm. they'll tell you how to dress for your shape mm. whether to sort of disguise your flabby arms or your fat arse or whatever it is and then you start having sex and the shame associated with that because 
as a girl, if you fuck too many guys, you're a slag. Yeah. If you fuck too few, you're a frigid bitch. Mm-hmm. So you've got to be careful. And then you have a baby, maybe. And um, people want to know if you gave birth properly, like sort of St. Yeah. Kate of Middleton. Yeah. Or did you have a horrible, nasty C-section where you both lived? Yeah. It's just, it's just bizarre. And then the shame, the final shame for us, of course, is what we must never, ever do, Lou. Awesome. We must never age. Thank oh, you for yeah. not including me. I like to age. <laughs> yeah, you're very young, so you're not going to age. I'm not really that young. I just am fat, so I just have lovely skin. <laughs> just don't have wrinkles. She looks like a beautiful angel. Mm-hmm. Because beautiful yeah, angel. you just got to keep a low level amount of fat on your face. It's so smooth. <laughs> she looks so beautiful. Beautiful angel. Um, someone the other day got really like confused by me, no. and I had to say that, and they didn't like it. And we've talked about this before. Well, just that someone said you don't look. You don't look your age. You look like you're about twelve, and I was like, "Oh well, you just have to have a low level amount of fat on your face, and you can you can look twelve mm-hmm. for the rest of your life." Mm-hmm. And then, but she liked that even less. And I was oh, like, really? How can I win with you, lady? Yeah, I'm trying, I'm trying to, to make you feel better. Yeah, exactly. It's really funny. Bizarre. People get really angry if you talk positively about fat. Some people, not all people, because um, it, it, I think it because I think you sort of buy into society's idea that fat because is bad. You're, yeah, because you're meant to be apologising for yourself because exactly. you're a woman and it's shameful. Exactly. And so the moment you start doing something that's positive about it, it, it they don't know. It's like when, you know, like fat positive people on Instagram always comments are like, you're glorifying obesity. Like this idea... No, that, it's really. Yeah, this idea that rather than just be like, they can't even just say you're fat, which I guess would be a, a sort of a truth. Obviously, it comes from yeah. a negative place. They have to be like, stop glorifying obesity and it's just yeah. a picture of a lady like jumping in the sky <laughs> oh really yeah so it's like I'm not shaming you because you're fat I'm shaming you because of the health measures that other people well for you you stop making it look okay to be fat oh my god I know stop giving a shit about other people's lives the Ooh. person who's written the comment please hello yeah mm. opposite of shame I was just at the ladies ponds in Hampstead Heath mm-hmm. which I love and I uh possibly have the whitest legs in all of all of the land because they don't see very much sun and I and they've got a little hair on them and I which is obviously normally fine normally at the ladies ones that's fine no one cares everyone's looking like they want to look mm. but when it's sunny the beautiful people come mm. the beautiful young ladies come mm. and I sat down next to a group of beautiful young ladies and obviously they also once again all internalized they don't care about me but instead of just like I didn't cover up I was like took my top off yeah. I was living my best life with my white belly yeah. and I was eating a little croissant and I was, I was like, this is, this is great. And then I was, at the end, I was like, I guess I'm just so brave. I like turned around and like all of them had been looking away the entire time. No, I don't give a shit. <laughs> have you ever done just, a like, some places? If you're doing, if you're taking your kit off for a film or a TV show, they'll be like, the image you want a closed set, which means they'll yeah. keep them, they'll, they'll strip the crew down. And but you know, everyone's looking at you naked on monitors in the next. <laughs> It's yeah, yeah, that yeah. sort of conceit of we're going to respect you, but you just know there's some boredom. There's, yeah. a, there's a spark or a carpenter yeah. somewhere yeah, going, yeah, yeah. well, our tits aren't that great. You, do, you know, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but what's really interesting about it is it's really scary. And then when you get your clothes off, you're in the moment and you're doing it and you're naked yeah. and it's just a body and it becomes just a body. Mm, yeah. And it's quite liberating. Yeah. Because you know you have to do that and then you have to sort of act, like if you're doing a, a sex scene, you have to act familiar with someone else. Yeah. You don't know that well. But what's really funny is I'm like after like you 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 you've done the shot they'll 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 yell cut and then you'll they'll be reset or whatever 
and you'll be aware that the runner or whoever comes up to you and they're like, can I get you a cup of tea? And you see <laughs> concentration on their face <laughs> so they're not staring at your tits because it's, it's like, I think it's like must be like having a big pot of gold coins <laughs> yeah, on yeah, in yeah. someone's yeah. nose so that they're not allowed to look at. But the, and you feel, you end up feeling worse for them because you're naked and they're really worried about How offending funny. you. Yeah, yeah. But it's this, and you're yeah. kind of like, I'm, dude, I'm fine. Yeah, just, we yes. just did that for 10 minutes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And this guy shouted out to her friend, "Nice tits." Oh God! Do you know what she shouted back? You too, mate. You too. (laughs) (laughs) I just thought that's a moment of shame that she just flipped at fifteen, and I kind of think, you know, that's amazing progression, and we're moving on. And I would be crushed at fifteen if someone had said that to me. Me too. I still remember going down a road. Uh, when I was just it's not even the worst one at all but I just I remember the first time that I suddenly was like I'm not what I I'm not presenting what I feel in my head yeah was when I was walking down a road and a bus went by and a guy smiled out the window at me and because I was a nice polite child I smiled back and then he made to be like should I get off at the next stop no oh my god and like hang out with you and so I I guess I was 12, 13 I definitely was in school uniform and I remember, I think, I'm sure my face dropped. Anyway, but then the bus sped on and I ran home. Whoa. With this like oh terrifying fear that maybe he'd like seen where I'd gone. But obviously that's not even that bad because it wasn't like he couldn't. But that's something I'm talking about. Like you're not aware of what's going what what Yeah, this idea that you'd just be like trotting down the road. And that's the thing about often with these things, it's not even just the actual shouting out. Like it's not yeah. the moment the pain and the assault isn't in the shouting out moment, it's in the, how it reverberates yes. to you from then on. Shame. Isabella got a message from a boy she was at primary school with oh. saying that he really admired the body confidence of girls who are not ashamed to send nude pictures of themselves. Oh my god. Such double think, isn't it scary? Yeah, that's <laughs> so she came downstairs and we were talking about it and I was trying not to flip out about it. Yeah. Um and she said that she'd answered him and said, um well, I wouldn't do that because I want to be a doctor and if there's any pictures of me on the internet, you know, that would really severely hurt my chances. Uh, that that would affect my career. Mm. And he messaged back and said, Yeah, that's why you'd only send them to someone that you've known for years that you really trusted. Oh, Whoa. Like, Whoa. But, but like but she thinks he's a nice boy. She's like, Well boys say silly stuff and I was like, Bella, there are, there's a flag going off in my head right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You need to watch him. Because she's like, But I never would. And I think what's really alarming is that you have to teach your daughters to protect themselves and people yeah. aren't teaching their sons not to be mm. that guy. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. It'd be great if like, well, Max, my, my middle boy, I mean, you were there when he told the story mm. about the builders, weren't you? I know you, but you told me, yeah, I like that. He walks, he, don't, he came home from school with, with his big sister and he's kind of like, oh, I don't like walking that way. And I said, why? And he said, there's builders that look at Bella's bum oh. as we walk past. So he walks really closely behind her so they can't see her bum. Oh. And like Max, so that's yeah. like he's protecting his big sister from the male gaze. Yeah, and she's you know. and also horrible that he's so young and yet he's fully recognised what that is. Mm-hmm. Like he's not unsure. I mean, I feel like I knew around that age what that was. Not I didn't expect it yeah. to happen to me, but you could see it around you. And I think I think what I tried just to be open about it. Home, like, have you watched that program, The Secret Life of the Zoo? No. So we were watching that the other day there, and basically, so I'm aware that the kids know more than I've taught them now. You yeah. get to that point where you bring up your kids, and everything they say 
comes from you and everything they know comes from you mm-hmm. and they go to school and then there's more stuff feeding in mm-hmm. like I remember losing my shit once when we walked past a homeless person and he said you got your change I said I'm really sorry I haven't and we carried on Isabel must have been about 10 or 11 and she said yeah he probably just spend it on drugs anyway mm-hmm. I, excuse me I said that could be us that could be you that could be daddy that could be yeah. we don't know that this person mm-hmm. could, this guy could have fought in the war and we don't you don't know. Yeah. Someone takes a wrong turn in life and that's where they end up. Mm. doesn't necessarily mean that he's on drugs. So who told you that? And one of her teachers had said it on a school outing. No. And she, and because they're little sponges, they soak all up. And yeah, you have yeah, to sort yeah. of go, now I'm going to call you on that one. That is not right. That's yeah. not acceptable. Also, that's if I was not on the streets, I would take drugs to escape from it. Well, so we, even yeah. that is, you know. Sure. But I mean, the thing is that that sponge thing is really interesting because I think we all there's sort of a pretense that people don't soak in stuff and don't figure stuff out and then almost more damaging is when you're a child and you see something and no one explains it yeah, and so you come to your own yeah. conclusions well so but, um, it's really interesting you said this well, just, what I was going to say is that we were watching The Secret Life of the Zoo and all the animals were mating that, in that episode <laughs> so Max was like mum you've just shown me zoo porn we're just watching <laughs> zoo porn and we had quite a giggle about it because it, I was like so you're aware of porn He's, and you don't have conversations with your 12 year old like that you don't say yeah. have you seen porn yeah. what have yeah, yeah, you seen yeah, what do you yeah. know they come out in a lot of conversations like that so I think yeah. it's important to do other stuff where their knowledge of what's going on sort of trickles out yeah, rather yeah, than a big yeah. confession you're such a good mom. the fact they communicate with you is amazing yeah it sounds amazing I think I mean it's easier now like, I think the, the, um, to talk to kids because there's so much help there's so many books you read that, mm. you know and I think people are more sort of what are you going to say about your kids not being explained to yeah I think that's so important when I split up with my um, ex-husband um, I my mum and dad went through a really bitter divorce and didn't talk to each other for years and, and I couldn't mention him in her presence. Oh yeah. Um, and I was really determined that I wasn't going to do that. So I was like, no, mum and daddy aren't going to live each other with other anymore. We love you very much. We're just not going to live together, okay? And they were like, okay, cool. And then um, one of my friends babysat for me one night when I was gigging and she said, you need to have a talk with Max. And she'd said that, he'd said, where's your husband? And she'd gone, I don't have a husband. I don't, I don't live with my husband, my, with my son's dad. We, we split up. And Max had gone, oh, my mommy and daddy don't live together either, but they've not split up. Oh, so I was no. like, oh, God. So oh, I had to no. sit them down and explain to them, and I was put on this brave face. And then Max started playing up at school. So I was kind of like, I need some help with this. And I went to this child psychologist, mm. and she was a family psychologist, and we had a family meeting, and we're sitting playing, and she was playing with all the, uh, the kids were playing with all these toys. First of all, when we walked in, there was a cat there, and the kids were like, um, there's a cat there, my mommy's allergic to cats. Mm. And then, so I had a meeting with her, we had a meeting together and then there was these toy animals that Max was playing with and he was making them attack me and I was kind of like oh, that's funny and then I came back in and she said um, kids are so perceptive they're sponges she said it's not normal that children walk in and try to protect their mum from mm. a cat yeah 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 you're the protector not them They should be. you should be protecting them not the other way around yeah they know something's wrong with mm. you but they don't know what it is because you're not letting them in you need to let them see that you're hurting and you're upset. Right, because they know that you are, they know so they're trying to figure out what it is. And they don't know what it is. Yeah, yeah. And Max is so cross with me because he was confused because he didn't know what was yeah. going on. And she sort of she said, you need to cry in front of them and tell them that you're sad because they need to learn that it's okay to be upset and mm. you fix yourself and you move on and yeah, the world yeah. doesn't end. Yeah, yeah. Because if you protect them from that, they don't know how to 
That's amazing. And also, you cannot protect them from that. Yeah. Because they will They will see, hurt. And they yeah. will feel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was just amazing. like, absolutely gut. You know, you're like, oh, I was too for the right yeah, reasons, yeah, honestly. Yeah, yeah. But, like, then, but then, if you know, then it's, then yeah. how much you know. She really helped me to be, at that point, a family of three. Yeah. Whereas up until then, uh, we were a family of four with someone missing. Yes. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Wow. That's amazing. I think, yeah, because I always worry when people stick together for the kids, and I think, no, they know exactly. They, they know, know yeah. like, they're so perceptive. Little things you say, like, get the bags in from the car. They know, yeah. like, yeah. it's better to And they know, they, they're, 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 they're part of you, so they, they know anyway. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and their little eyes, like, they're little humans, right? Like, they don't just see what they see when you're watching them you yeah. know they're engaging all the time and that's have you, have you seen that video on youtube it's so cute it's uh, this little girl saying she's about six or something mommy when daddy comes around you need to p- p- just be even i want everything oh, to yeah, down to it. the yes. 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 Yeah. i'm not trying to be me i'm not trying to be me <laughs> oh. So I know, but they're so, you know, so It was oh my god! Yeah. And what, have you seen the little boy who talks about being a vegan? Uh, ve- well, I think vegan. He's like, yeah. oh, he's eating meat, and he's like, "Mummy, where does this come from?" And then she's like, "Oh, the cow, whatever." And he's like, "What? That doesn't make sense." And like, as a two, in yeah. two words language, so cute. From the eyes of babes, it mouths funny, of babes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, remember Max coming like downstairs when I was watching. Remember Gordon Ramsay had some show. I mean, it must have been about ten years ago, and Max had been about two. And he came down, and we had this dog called Bo at the time. Oh. I love Bo. And I was watching TV, and Bo was lying next to me, and Randy, Max came and sat down on my lap, and he said, what are you watching? He said, I can't have had a bad dream. I said, I'm watch TV with me. He said, what are you watching? I said, we're watching this programme. This guy is called Gordon Ramsay, and he's brought up pigs, and he's going <laughs> to... Uh, I said, you know, you know sausages that we eat? Yeah. And you know bacon that we eat? Yeah. They come from pigs, and mm. he's going to bring up the pigs, and he's going to kill the pig, and then they're going to eat the pig. He went, oh, we eat animals. And he said, yeah, we eat animals. And his little two-year-old head sort of spun and he went, are we going to eat both? <laughs> oh, wow. Ow, what's that? I stood on a plug. Plug section. Uh, Friday, I'm at the Bradford Literary Festival. Ah. And I'm doing the breakup monologues, which is just stories of breakups. That oh, I've great. That's great. So, so that's got... Friday the 7th. Friday the 7th. Se- uh, no, I tell no. you why. 30 the 6th of July. 30 the 6th of yeah, July. 30 the 6th of July. At 7.30, the Bradford Literary Festival. Great. Oh, that sounds like a great idea. That's not bad. Just me talking about my exes. Yeah. There are loads. And if you are, if you are Wendy's ex, get yourself down for, yeah. a, for a bit it of recognition. It could be you. <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, goodbye. Goodbye. Yeah, I keep listening. Thanks for listening.